Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in, find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Shirt Underground Show. Today is Wednesday. It is February the 9th, 2022. Mask mandates being lifted around the country. Hockey is back in six days. My name is Jim, and as always, I'm joined on the other side of the window by the one and only Eddie Geik. Eddie, good evening, sir. Are you enjoying, Are you enjoying the bye week? No, I'm not enjoying the bye week. <laughs> no, I'm not enjoying the bye week, and I'll tell you why. There's no Rangers hockey! I don't know. Are you enjoying the bye week? Uh, I, I don't mind a little break in the middle of the season. You know, like. every you know, kind of with with us doing the show and and everything. You know, it's kind of every night there's there's hockey or shows or you know. So I don't mind a couple of days to just kind of recharge and and then get back at it Tuesday night at, uh, against the Bruins. I'm ex- I'm excited for the second half of the season, but I don't mind a little little respite. But there's uh, no rest for this show. We're here. Three hundred people in the chat. Millions watching around the world. I am. Uh, no, I. I am uh, not enjoying the respite. I'm sorry. I want to agree with you okay. guys. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like uh, you know we've had a respite the last two years with the bubble and the, the truncated seasons, and I need constant Rangers hockey. Listen, I watch the other games. I watch it all. I even. Uh, You're tuned in. I'm tuned in. I'm honed in like our goalie, Igor Shesterkin. I even got my head ba- hairband here. Oh, that's you handsome. Know. Oh, yeah. I have no hair, but I got a headband. Look at that. Isn't that the kind of one like he wears? What is it with our goalies and their hair? I don't know. A very fashionable goaltending. Uh, I don't know. I'm a bit follically challenged, so uh, I wouldn't know. 
I don't know with Jim Hart. I mean, with the, no none of these games being played. Uh, I know you're all worried about these games at hand, games at hand, games at hand. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, you're worried, well, or are you just excited that maybe they'll catch up a little bit? Well, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always gonna worry. I, I'll worry until we're we're sitting pretty in a in a playoff spot, but. Playoff. Uh, Playoffs, but the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes have caught up in, in their their three games at hand still on the Rangers, one point ahead of the Rangers. They are seven two and one. Uh, Pittsburgh has caught up in games. Penguins are hot, even, and they are they are six one and three. So they are now even in points with the Rangers, but they have they have eight loser points. Whereas the Rangers are getting it done in regulation, so the Rangers are 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 the second place team, and then Washington has kind of fallen off a little bit. They've yeah, caught up in games. Now the Rangers actually have a game at hand on the Caps. Whereas at one point, I think the the Caps had like four games at hand, but the Caps are falling off a little bit. They're four and six in the last ten. The the Colts, and then there's a big drop off. Then you know the the top four teams and the bottom four teams. There is quite the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A chasm, if you will, between <laughs> the top four and the bottom four, which is the Coats, the Icelanders, the Flyers, and the Devils. The Devils now reside and reside in last place, and that's just as good as the Islanders. I mean, the Islanders, the Flyers, and the Devils are the bottom three teams in this conference, while the Rangers sit in second place. Can you can't ask for much more than that? If you are a New York Rangers fan, oh, definitely. I mean, uh, I enjoy the Islanders because their failure because they've been very good the last couple of years, and their fall from grace has been cataclysmic. Uh, and probably, I don't want to say this because I'll jinx it, but I don't think they're climbing out of this hole. And uh, and I don't, uh, you know, I don't foresee that. And the Devils, they're just bad every year. They're bad. And they get good draft picks, too. I mean, they're bad. Couldn't happen, as I always say, couldn't happen to more two more deserving teams or, 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 or more deserving uh, fans. Undeserving teams. Yes, I know what you're saying. Yes, I and, know more and, deserving and, and excuse me, I have to stand corrected. That that is the that is the Metropolitan Division, not the Eastern Conference that I was reading off. The Patrick, the Lester Patrick Division. Get very confused looking at these standings. Yes, the the, <laughs> the Lester Patrick Division, which which four teams, right? At one point, yeah, it was four teams. Yeah. Were five We're teams, and the top on. four made the playoffs. Yeah, I was doing a days. <clears throat> I knew everything. Congratulations to our old friend Martin Saint Louis. What happened? Hired as he, well, I guess congratulations, but hired as the new coach of the Montreal Canadiens today. Wow, I missed this in, interim, which in, which in Montreal's case means nobody else wanted the fucking job. Well, he could speak French, I would assume. I mean, do you realize? You realize we've been on this planet a combined over a hundred years, and we've never seen a Montreal team this bad. The Montreal Canadiens. Canadians. So awful. I mean, it's 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 strange, right? 
I mean, even though they, I mean I know they haven't won a cup since what ninety. They won the year before we won, yeah, ninety three. So I mean, it's been a lot. I mean, they're they're in a thirty year drought, which is astounding in itself because they've won twenty three or whatever it is cups. So the fact that they've gone thirty without one is is amazing in itself. But still, they've always been competitive. I mean, this is just this is just basement dwelling expansion team. Bad. It just hasn't panned out for them. I mean, this is World War II era, era, era. era. All <laughs> yeah. our boys are off at the wall. We're stuck with the juniors. I mean, this is bad, bad, bad. No, they're bad. I mean, they can't get any offense. And also, you want to talk about the fact that Carrie Price, who's been there, you know, spiritual animal. They're spiritual. He's kind of like the lifeblood of the the team. Excuse me. Bless you. Ah, uh, I have to get tested. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> can't go on. Can't continue with the show. I got to be tested. Um. Uh. Yeah. The, the spiritual leader who's been out because of the whole man. show's going into quarantine. <laughs> Every in the chat room, right? <laughs> Two. Uh, <laughs> I have you been in contact in the last fourteen days with someone who exhibited COVID systems? No, but I did. <laughs> but I did watch this podcast last night on YouTube, and this guy was sneezing all over the place. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. No, no problem. It's funny. Uh, you know, Carrie Price out with the mental illness, uh, which is no joke, no doubt about it. I mean, it, it's kind of, but the friend that the, the, they can't score, and the guys that they they depended on scoring don't score, and their defense is terrible. Like somebody said in the chat room, they're like fourteen points behind the Devils. Yeah, something like that, uh, right? I mean. That's a that's a bad you are, and that they live and die for this sport. This is like the Yankees being the worst team in baseball. Yeah, I mean, this is like I mean, this is like the, in New the York. I mean, this is like the Yankees being like twenty and fifty at the or you know at the halfway point, you know, being like twenty five and and fifty five. Yeah, it's, hey, it's strange. It really is. It is strange. You know, and after that playoff run they had last year, where that they started giving guys names, Cole Caulfield became Gold Caulfield, and he has stunk the place up this year. I think he's got three goals. Yeah. I thought he was the next uh, coming of Rocket Rashad, and uh, it's, it just has not been good. It's like they all the luck they used up last year to get to the finals. And uh, they're putrid now. But I don't have time. I mean, we 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 will Fuck discuss. Em. We got our own problems. Fuck them. Uh, yeah, cut the actually. I mean, yeah, they would in dog shit in the early nineties. I don't know about that. I remember the Yankees when they were really bad. Like when they were Mets and Yankees were terrible. The Horace Clark years, like the early yeah, 70s. The Lou Brother years. I remember those. Right. The yeah, early 70s. Bad. 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 Really bad. <laughs> Before Steingraber. Yeah. Steingraber. Yeah. Before Steingraber, they were bad. So, uh, anyway. 
So I, yeah, I'm still concerned about the Rangers. I mean, uh, uh, not not sitting up nights worrying worrying about the games at hand like my friend Jim. But well, that's my job. Yeah, I'll take I that. Worry about, I worry okay. about the less pertinent stuff. I don't know. I, <laughs> little things bug me here and there, but uh, I do miss the Rangers. But uh, they'll be back, what, January 15th? February 15th. February f- February 15th. So six days from now, less than a week to go, and I get back my Ranger crack. Against Boston. Boston. Yeah, that's, you know, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, some teams are struggling. Some teams are surprising. Pittsburgh has, like we said, has – I don't know how they do it. They always find a way. They don't have Malkin, and then they, they got these other guys step up. And, you know, listen, I know I'm going to get a lot of blowback for saying this, but if we're going to we want to go straight reality, Sidney Crosby is, to me, uh, you know, one of the all-time greats. Don't like his attitude. I think he's a crybaby, a little son of a bitch, but... He's one of those players that makes everybody better. Um, and no matter what dingy, you know, Dingleberry they put on, on the wing with him, he, he makes the guy better. Early this season, they had Evan Rodriguez as his right wing. The guy's going off. So Pittsburgh, they find these players, Teddy Bluger, and then the past, the kind of Sheeries and – Gensel, of course, right. Brian Rust. And Brian Rust is back, so I mean, I mean, they've got they've got Gensel's almost got fifty points. He's actually got more points than Sid. Sid's in the low forties, but you got Latang, and you know, and you know, the other thing for the I think for the Penguins, since we're talking about it, is you know they finally. It always seems like one of these guys isn't healthy. Latang is is not always healthy, or or Malkin's never healthy. It seems like. And now they've got everybody healthy, at least at the minute, at the moment, and and they're playing well. But they haven't faced us yet. And 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 all in all, I'm not really sure about their goaltending. Tristan Jarry isn't, you know, I like that though. What? He's been good, Sam. He's been good, Sam. But is he any? Can, He's been good. Is he equal to the hairband? Hey, oh no, but he's equal to the hairband. Come That's on. Right. Come on. Come on. That is where it's at. That's right. Nesterkin tops. So, well, what's been going on uh, uh, with the Rangers? Uh, Well, nothing. I guess you want to talk about the All-Star game first? Because I see this is going to be a bone contention. We we, we can talk about the All-Star game. One other piece of news today from the NHL that I heard. Uh, took a Rask retired. Really? I guess it'll be time for me to drop him from my fantasy team. I mean, <laughs> did he come back like two weeks ago? Yeah, I, that was uh, that was the word. Yeah, he has retired. I didn't actually look it up. I just I got a message from Joe uh, Catroni today, and he said Rask retired. Wow, he played like and two games. He got bombed one game, and yeah, he, he has retired officially retired. Oh. One of the ugliest men in hockey has officially retired. 
I had a, a Boston Bruin fan, a friend who always be he would always compare Hank's stats to Rask's stats, and he and uh, he would say, "Why do they always?" You know, and I don't know offhand right now. Maybe we could look it up. When I say maybe we, that means he means me. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he means he means Chip. Go to the videotape, Chip. Pull up the stats, Chip. He always says, why does Lundquist get all the accolades when Rask has similar numbers? And I really don't know Rask's body of work to speak to did, that. Did, did Tucker uh, uh, Rask won the Vezina once or twice? I mean, did he not get the recognition? Am I missing something? Well, you know, Henry's <laughs> got the king. <coughs> you know. Well, well maybe because Rask was also the Henrik also didn't look like he was put together in a lab. <laughs> you know, look, you know, whether it's right or wrong, good-looking people get the advantages in this world. Damn, Jeremy Giambi died? Wow. 47. Wow. Uh, okay. Do you want to tell you, you want to compare Tuka Rask? Yeah, just to, you know. All right, Tuka Rask was a two-time All-Star. Henrik Lundqvist was a, is that right? Two-time NHL All-Star team. Uh, took a Rask, won the Vezina in 2014. Henrik Lundqvist won the Vezina in 2012. Henrik Lundqvist won 459 games. Took a Rask, won 308 games. Henrik Lundqvist had a, finished with a career save percentage of 918. Took a Rask finished with a save percentage of 9-2-1. Henrik Lundqvist finished with a goals against of 2.43. Took a Rask finished with a goals against of 2.28. Took a Rask also won a, played on a Stanley Cup winner, which, we, of course, we know Henrik Lundqvist did not. <clears throat> I don't think you could argue, even argue, that Took a Rask didn't uh, you couldn't even argue that he played on much better teams year in, year out than Henrik Lundqvist did. You know, Henrik Lundqvist yeah, played on a, on a couple of teams where the only really good player was Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, no, no doubt. You know, and Henrik played more games and, uh, so. I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not even trying to take anything away from Tucker Rask. I think he was a terrific goaltender, but was he Henrik Lundqvist? No. If I had to win, if I had, well, here, let me check. I'll, I didn't, you know, I didn't look at their playoff stats. Playoffs. Took a Rask won, was 61 and 67 in the playoffs. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's Hank was 61 and 67 in the playoffs. Took a Rask was 57 and 46 in the playoffs. Oh. Took a Rask had a 2.22 goals against in the playoffs. Hank. 2.30 in the playoffs. Hank had 10 playoff shutouts. Tucker Rask had seven playoff shutouts. So, huh. They were both big time goalies who played, you know, big time in the playoffs. Hmm. And Tuka, I, I, how old was Tuka? Uh, retirement. Tuka is 34 and Hank was 58. No, okay. 38. Well, that is. <laughs> Hank is now 39. Oh, okay. So when Hank played his last game, he was uh, 37. Uh, so. All right. So maybe my friend has kind of a case. 
But, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, Rask was a really good goaltender. Maybe, maybe overshadowed a little bit because he wasn't because he was surrounded by a lot of really good players. Whereas, again, Hank was far and above just about everybody on the team. Sean McCaff's making me laugh. He says, "Where, where's Rask Louis Vuitton trunk? Is vaudeville trunk? Is vaudeville trunk? He's going on the road." Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if there would be a Tuka Rask, you know, golden carpet. <laughs> well, they were, you know, was name, will his number be retired? I don't think so. I don't oh, know. Whatever. I mean, but that is surprising to, uh, hear that, uh, Tuka hung it up. Cause I know he came back with like some kind of incentive laden, contract based on his performance and yes Tim Thomas was the goalie in 2011 he I guess he was the backup uh oh yeah Cutter brings it up Rask for Andrew Raycroft is a trade leaf trade leaf fans will never boy I'll tell you Cutter I can't understand how that team hasn't won a cup in 55 yeah, years they're running on all cylinders over there with that especially with that trade as an example <laughs> so anyway uh yeah that's surprising want to surprise you energizer yes and i do have i, I don't want to forget this and i i forgot i didn't even mention it to you before we went on the air i i just found this out today <clears throat> excuse me um longtime friend of the show and frequent visitor to our viewing parties and part-time actor james graham passed away Get the hell out of here. Yeah, I was very surprised to hear that. He passed away, uh, I guess, about two weeks ago. He uh, he had a heart disease, apparently, and it was just very advanced. And he passed away the end of January. Colin Cosell and I was texting me. We were texting back and forth today about last week's show. And um, he messaged me, and, and he said, by the way, he says, did you hear that James Graham died? And I said, no, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. I didn't see anything on Facebook about it. And so, uh, yeah, rest in peace, James. We, we loved you. You were a good dude. And yeah, we'll, I always we'll miss seeing you at the viewing parties. We'll, we'll raise a glass to you next week or two yeah, weeks. Yeah, man. That's I liked his post. They weren't always Ranger related, but he's always like in some kind of I'll tell you that an extra. I'll tell you, right, he did a lot, he, he's, he was in a bunch of Law and Orders as an extra, a Blue lot of different Blood. roles, Blue Bloods, I think, uh, any sh any show you could think of, like drama that was filmed in and around New York City, he probably appeared in an episode as an extra at some point, um, and I can tell you this about James, James knew more about TV, TV shows, old time TV shows, and old movies uh, really? Then just about anybody I've ever known. I mean, I know a lot about old TV. Impressive. And 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 I, anytime I would post something on uh, about old TV shows or anything, James would be right there with like a nugget of information, like, "Oh, did you know this or this or or I've seen that. I love that." Him and I show, shared an a, an affinity for old movies and old TV shows and. And we would talk about it often. So I was, I was very sad to hear that that he passed away. Good guy. Good guy. He had a, he had a tough life. He 
He yeah. had a fire in his apartment building a few years ago. He lost everything. He he was a cat lover, and he was separated from his cats for a while. And so, uh, Godspeed, James, as they say. Yeah. You know, I had forgotten that he had come to a viewing party. Now I remember that. He, he, a few. he was at a few yeah, of them. Yeah. He was kind of, was he kind of quiet at the viewing parties? Quiet. Yeah. He was a quiet guy, kind of kept to himself. He, 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 he wasn't he wasn't a guy that ever had a lot of money and he lived a tough life and he used yeah, yeah, to the yeah. party with enough money to buy himself a beer that he pretty much nursed the entire viewing party but he wanted to be yeah. he wanted to be part of the group he wanted to be there with us and was he even sixty? Uh, yeah, he was probably in his sixties. You, you think he was older than that? Yeah, yeah. You couldn't tell because you knew he lived a hard life. He could have looked older than he really was. Right. But uh, no, that sucks, man. So yeah, well. <clears throat> so I, you know, I, I hate to you know bring. No, no, it's good. I'm glad I know now. He was not a regular. I, I believe he he was in a few episodes of NYPD Blue, but I couldn't tell you which one. He was he was an extra. He was a guy he that you know, everything. He'd be like the blown up cop in the background or the security guard as they're walking into a building. Yeah, you know, that, that type would, stuff. He'd show you the costumes he was wearing. Sometimes he right. Did. A selfie right. with them and then post it. Right. So God bless, Godspeed. <clears throat> James Graham. Okay, now. Now! We're moving on to the All-Star Game. It was All-Star Weekend in Las Vegas. Now, I feel like this is a trend uh, that's happening year after year between me, me and you, Jim. I somehow find some redeeming qualities in the all-star skills and you completely hate it. No, I generally in years past, I do enjoy the I, I do enjoy the skills competition. The game is is complete and utter trash. That game is a waste of time. It's a waste of the players' time. It's a waste of people's money. It's a waste of everything. Generally, in the past, I have enjoyed the skills competition. I like watching the fastest skater competition. I like watching the accuracy competition. I, I the the breakaway competition you is okay. Okay, and I'm just going to challenge it, you it, on this a bit. It, it's okay. You never like the entertainment. You don't like the delivery of the whole thing, the package. You like the the nuts and bolts of the thing, but no. You didn't let me finish. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I I do I do enjoy the 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 breakaway competition or whatever they call that competition. I I've enjoyed it in years past. It it's it's funny. I I do like seeing the the players kind of screw around and and have some fun. I I just thought that this year I just thought it was horrible. <laughs> I thought the whole th the whole skills competition. And just let me uh, let me run through it. Then you, through it, you, through it. I thought, I you know, I heard about this idea for the for the accuracy thing where they're going to go out on the fountain at the Bellagio, and I thought, man, that just sounds like such a cool idea, so Vegas, so unique. And then once the players got out there, and once the and once the novelty wore off, which was about a minute and a half of them being out on the fountain, out on the water at the Bellagio, I thought it was just 
boring as all get out. There was no, there was no fan. I mean, obviously there was no fans. There was no noise. There was no music. So you're just watching these guys standing on a dock shooting a puck. And then I, I wanted the girl to beat them all. I, I'm sorry. I don't remember her name. And, uh, and if I offend anybody by calling her a girl, the, uh, the woman high, the female the high, the, the, the dame, the skirt. <laughs> When she took the lead in the early going, I'm like, man, if she wins this thing, that's just going to be fantastic. But obviously, she she didn't wind up winning. Pretty good though. She did very well. She did, she did better than I would have. But I just thought that without crowd noise and without any music, it was just boring. And and I thought that the 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 same thing applied to the guys shooting at the at the black the the, the cards. I thought that's a cool idea. That could be fun. But then once they once the novelty wore off of them standing out there shooting at cards, I'm like, there's no music, there's no atmosphere to this. This is Vegas. I'm like, this is, you know, this should be just music going. And you know, and I know that you know the people. I know the everybody thinks I'm being you know fuddy duddy or cur curmudgeonly here. And I I honestly thought that Machine Gun Kelly, you know, I'm not going to run out and download his albums, but I didn't think he was bad. I thought he was okay. I've certainly heard worse music at, at NHL events. So I didn't think he was <laughs> – Jim is a funny duddy. Rock of Sock of Hockey Cards is here. He's a funny duddy. Breaking news. Uh, so I just – I don't know. And, and then they've got the uh, – they do the breakaway competition, and they've got five people sitting at a table, one of them being Mark Messier, one of them being John Hamm, who I love. I love Mad Men, and John Hamm's a huge hockey fan. He's I know a it's Louis Louis He's a big St. Louis Blues fan. And they've got some fucking ventriloquist sitting there, but none of these people talk. What the? What is the point of having a guy who's a ventriloquist there if he's not speaking? It's just a guy sitting there with his hand up a doll's ass. It made no sense, Eddie. It made no sense. I mean, okay. John Hamm was funny. Tried to add yeah, something to it. Admit, Carrot Top was funny. Oh my god, <laughs> I mean, Carrot Top! Oh, don't even get me started. Carrot Top. I'm like, all right, now we. This is. I mean, come on, Carrot Top. We made fun of him 30 years ago. Oh my god, Carrot. We Carrot Top. Oh my god, it just it just wasn't. I I was just disappointed. I think it was Vegas. I just I just expected more. A lot of it, 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 some of the the stuff in the breakaway competition, uh, it just it felt forced and planned. Like I really don't think Jack Hughes came up with this magic trick. And the whole thing with selecting the divisions that we're going to play with the goofy cards and the magician. The minute the magician's involved, you're like, oh, Christ, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? You're like the Simon Cowell of the. Hey, hey Rocky, <laughs> watch me pull a hockey team out of my hat again. Here's something we hope you really like. I just, I just, I don't know. It just, uh, and and I don't think it's an old folks thing because usually I enjoy this. And we're sitting with Avery. She's watching the whole thing with us. She's 16. And if this is geared towards her, she's sitting there looking at us like, this is lame. This is so cringy. This is awful. What do they do? And she's a hockey fan. I just right, right. I don't know. I didn't, I don't know. I thought, I, I thought, the the and uh, Butcher Gross and uh and who was the other guy and then a lot of the announcers they used I, I just thought were just it was just very cringy and uncomfortable and awkward. Okay, well, 
it just I don't it was it was just, it was very strange. I just thought the whole thing was very strange. Well, it's Vegas. I mean, it is strange. I mean, I think a lot of, I think you're right. A lot, some of the ideas were great in concept, but they didn't really pull it off. First of all, the, apparently the weather did not the outside events. I, I never I never saw so many ice hockey players complain that it was too cold at 43 degrees. Yeah, well, they said it was 50. They said it was 55 degrees. And, and one no, of them no, was, I'm shivering out here. Well, yeah, one of them is standing out on the dock at the Bellagio Fountain. You know, complaining, oh, I got to get inside. I'm cold. I'm like, it's, it's nine degrees here, asshole. You're in fucking Vegas. <laughs> yes, okay. Darryl, I will give you that. The jerseys were cool. Oh, I didn't even get to that. But they switched jerseys, which I didn't know. I didn't know about selling more jerseys. People are like, who won? I'm like, what? I didn't even watch that. So, um, okay. Yes. I think the Jack Hughes thing was a little bit forced. Uh, You know, uh, the bit took too long. It ran a little bit long for me. and, you know, that would have been a lot funnier if his brother, came, one of his brothers came out of the box instead of a little kid. That right. would have been, I thought that's what I was expecting. I was expecting Quinn. Who, who's the other Hughes that got drafted by the Quinn. Devils? Quinn. Thank you. That's who I expected to spot, pop out of the box. Then when the kid popped out, I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, who cares? Uh, well, the kid came out. He then he, he scored a nice goal, uh, and then, you know, threw his st- stick into the crowd or whatever he did. A glove, right? That was nice. Synchronized. They threw their stick. Yeah, 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 right. And then, uh, uh, and then immediately, uh, yeah, it was him. I think it was Jack Hughes. Immediately after he got COVID, like so somebody got COVID, like like right after. Jack, well, Jack Hughes, I know is, is yeah, uh, yeah. He was like. We went to the all-star game and what'd you get? I got COVID. Right. I went off. I went off. Our star player went all the way to Vegas and all he got was this lousy virus. <laughs> he should get a t-shirt, right? It's Luke Hughes. Thank you, Mike. Quinn Hughes is on uh, Vancouver or something. Oh, Luke is on the de- the Devils as well. I know Quinn's on Vancouver. I, I have not heard of Luke Hughes. Yeah, Luke is Jack's brother, uh, also who was drafted by the Devils last year. Oh, he's so he can look for a promising future playing for the Devils. Uh, okay. Great career. Welcome to, welcome to Oblivion. Yes. Uh, I thought the uh, Trevor Zegra bit uh, from the uh, the uh, dodgeball. Did you like that one? I thought that oh. was good. That was funny. That was funny. Okay. But that was kind of like the highlight of that. And like you said, if and then John Ham just I guess he knew it was an abomination. He was just screwing with the scoring, giving people 19s and Right, right. He was just He's a uh he he's a he's a uh what's the word? I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. He's a, a kind of a an eccentric guy, I think, outside of, you know, Don Draper. Yeah, no, sure. you know, he's, he's one of the greatest TV shows of all time, by the way. Yeah, no doubt about it. Love Mad Men. Riley Hughes is a New York Ranger prospect as well, Julian Narduzzi says. Wow, these guys are like the Sutters. Like the I Sutters, hope. right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I just felt like I felt like through that whole thing, like John Ham's just looking at me on the camera going, yeah, Jim, I, I know this is fucking, I know it's, it's lame. Well, you're, like, you're definitely correct in the fact that the hosts do not do anything 
they make their detractors from the broadcast. Yeah, uh, and there was something else I just, oh, and there was you know the other thing they make this big deal about Cam Talbot having the GoPro on his head and being mic'd up, and he gets down on the ice. You couldn't hear. They're talking to him. He's not responding. And then they never use his, they never turned his camera on. I'm like, what the fuck was the point of having him wear these cameras? Him and I think Soros was in goal at the other end. And they both got cameras on. Nobody's using them. I'm like, what's the point of this? I don't know. It, it felt like they put the whole thing together Thursday. <laughs> I, I <laughs> and then like went out and played Friday. It was planned. I think it was planned well, but the execution was terrible with the people. I mean, I guess now I'm done defending it, so I'm just going to rip it apart. <laughs> hello, 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 Mr. Top. Uh, this is Gary Bettman. Are, are you available tomorrow for our All-Star Spectacular? Great. <laughs> Thank hey, you, Mr. Top. Miss Chaka Khan, <laughs> you come back. <laughs> I get Chaka Khan at the awards ceremony. <laughs> Nothing says NHL hockey like Chaka Khan. And uh, Carrot Top. Well, Carrot Top is a Vegas icon. I don't find the guy remotely funny. He's disturbing looking. Well, that yeah, now he is. He's had a he's had a lot of plastic surgery, and and, and he's got those. You know, I thought like the first time I saw him, I thought he was funny because it was it was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. But then after that, it was like, all right, what's what's next? <laughs> right. You know? well, prop comedy doesn't uh, usually last, but there's some people who just love that stuff. But not, I'm not one of those. Uh, all right. So I guess uh, Messier looked ridiculous in that crown. That was a big. Uh, what were they doing with that? What are they doing? John Butcher Gross looks like the Michelin man now. He gained a lot of weight, that guy. Not Butcher Gross, the other guy. Who's the guy who used to do the, with Melrose to show there? NHL. Steve Steve Levy, yeah, he looked like he gained some. Hey, Stop all... his hair. Yeah, they want those those plush velvet seats. Yeah, that was oh. the, the, that wasn't a good look. Uh, I don't know, nobody. And I thought the card game had some merit. It looked like it would be cool, but I think they kind of didn't have enough cards. Number one, <laughs> you know, and. Uh, Again, it's with the cold, and I thought the only guy who showed any personality out of all the players that were involved in those the hijinks was that Joe Pavelski. And right. a lot of Ranger fans are talking about, not a lot, but some Ranger fans are. <laughs> <laughs> Carrot Top is for people who think Gallagher is too highbrow. <laughs> uh Gallagher must have been unavailable on over the weekend. I think it was Sean. Was it Sean McCaff on your blog? Your uh, your uh, what is it? Uh, blue collar blue shirts was reporting the Rangers should go after Joe Pavelski because they want to go with the youth movement at thirty seven. But I will tell you, Pavelski is playing at a high level though, and he he seems like he's got a lot of fire. This guy, he was ranking on the other players and stuff. And uh, so that's the All Star recap. It was I, I had a little chuckles. I get like a, I get a little bit giddy with the silliness. I'm such a hard ass all the time with being critical of everything. Uh, just that you know, when it comes to the skills, I kind of let down the hair. 
take the hairband <laughs> off and let it flow, let the locks flow. Uh, Zero, Sean. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Laugh suppression. Right. hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, you know, I, and, uh, you know, if the Rangers were really serious and, and Sean's saying it now and Joe Pavelski is somebody that if the Rangers are serious about going for a cup run, I don't think they're ready for a cup run. I think we've got to, I know we're, we're, we're basking in the high pro glow right now about the New York Rangers and where they are. Uh, I do not think we have the team, but hey, you just got to get there and see what happens. But they've been bantering, uh, banding about other names and trades, and some of them have been ridiculous as usual. I I, I feel like some Ranger fans, Jim, they want to like exit all our garbage and then get like a good guy, right? Because if you throw six garbage players, that equals to one good one. And uh, right, they, well, they they think they're making trades on uh, NHL twenty one, you know. Yeah, let's give them uh, Hayek and know, Tim Gettinger. Tim Gettinger. That ought to get Pavelski. Timo Rowan. Whatever happened to that guy? Is he in Europe or something? That uh, Timo Runinen. Is he another defenseman? Still, still in Hartford, isn't he? I don't know. Speak I don't know. We haven't, haven't been able to get a hold of our guy uh, Cody Bondred early. Yeah, Cody, with a, is a, he's doing like he's a touring. Music. He's touring or something. All right, let's 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 break it down. Let's break it down. How many Ranger defensemen do you think are could be traded at the deadline? I mean, in the realm. Okay, we know that Troop is not going anywhere. We know Fox is not going nowhere. Lindgren is going nowhere. Okay? So those three are locked in. So you have Keandre Miller. You've got Patrick Nemeth. You've got Libor Hayek. I think they've pretty much said that Braden Schneider is an untouchable, so he, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. You got Zach Jones. You've got Niels Lundqvist. <clears throat> You've got Timo Rudin. You've got... What else we got? We got that other guy, Robertson, right? Matthew Robertson. Hunter Wait, Skinner. What? Did I miss anybody? Hunter Skinner. Hunter Skinner. Now, Tarmo Ruminen, you mentioned. Who Who else did I mention? Not mentioned. You mentioned Tarmo Ruminen. Ruminen. Right. Okay. Let's just keep it that right now. Who do you think is still going to be in the Rangers organization? After it's all settled, and who would you want not to be here when it's all said and done? Well, I don't think you can really. Well, uh, if I let me let me, I'll put it this way: if I had to pick three most likely, 
If you ask me which three would be most likely to be traded, I would say Nemeth for a pick. You know, he's not. Gonna, I mean, you're not going to get anything for him. You trade him for a pick to a team that just needs another. You know, just needs another body. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lundqvist. I think they're. I think they're going to actively look to move Lundqvist at this point now. You know, I mean, a year ago, this guy was the was the second. But I'm telling you, right, crown jewel. That's a good way to put it. And I would still put Keandre Miller in that list. Oh, I think in the I think in the right deal. Waved though, Tony. Did Tony get waived? Um. He was put on waivers, but I think I think that was just to send him to Hartford, wasn't it? He's still on the Hartford roster. Okay, but I don't know. <clears throat> uh, so that was that's just my guess. I think I think the, I think of I, I've said this before. I think of all the young defensemen that we've seen. I think Schneider has has looked the most polished the most NHL-ready from day one, whereas Keandre Miller, you kind of see it in spurts. Um, I, I don't think I don't think Lundquist was NHL-ready. I think Zach Jones has looked good at times, but I, I still think I still think Schneider's been the best of the of that bunch. And I and think I, if they, I think if they, you know, if a deal comes across for somebody they like, and if Keandre Miller's got to go the other way, I definitely think they'd move him. I somebody's got to go. Yeah, it is a total log jam, right? I mean, I think that um, Niels Longquist will be definitely gone because I think he's got some worth. And I think Zach Jones has shown in the little sample size that I've seen that he could easily slot into a Niels Lundqvist role. I think Zach Jones plays both sides. Uh, his defensive game is not all that great, but he, he he's good offensively. And uh, I just was never really impressed with Lundqvist's offense. Now, listen. It's not like you know third pairing minutes. Uh, I can really evaluate. Right, Patrick Nemeth is your partner. I I uh, I, I thought Zach Jones was a little bit f- further along. Um, I don't think Keandre Miller is going anywhere. Not because of what I feel about him. It's just that the coach thinks he's good. And. Um, uh, I think Nemeth will be gone, like you said. I think Hayek will not survive. It's just, it's not happening, hot stuff. It's just not happening here. Yeah, but I, I just think keep him around. I mean, it doesn't cost much. He can fill in. You know, I think he's a. I think he's a free agent after the season, anyway. Oh, okay. have, I mean, I think. Uh, you know, I could be wrong, but what are you getting from anyway? I mean, really. that's true. You know, he's he's an okay guy for us to fill in. A, but they got rather see, on- who'd rather? I'd still rather see him out there than Nemeth. It's six and one half dozen of the other, as far as I'm concerned. With those two, they just got to jettison bodies because it's just. 
I guess if Hayek is a UFA at the end of the season, then that solves itself. So, I, uh, I, I, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who survives uh, the purge. Uh, I just, I, I just think it's it's funny that ironic or just another sign. Yeah, he's only signed for Hayek's only signed for this year. Uh, just another that this was the guy that had to be in the in the McDonough deal. This was the guy they. Yeah, it's the guy they had to have, (laughs) and now we want JT Miller back, (laughs) and Hayek has no place on this team. He has no place in this organization. That's true. Well, JT Miller didn't work out in in Tampa either. He didn't, you know, he wasn't what they thought, and uh, he's turned out a really good player. Mario mentioned earlier. Did anyone see? The JT Miller goal from the other night. And yes, me and Jim, we were on the phone. Did you just see that JT Miller goal? And I said, no, Jim. What about it? He goes, oh, it was fantastic, Ed. I'm going to pull the video for the show tonight so we can show the fans what we're missing. The JT Miller experience. (laughs) Yeah, hit it, Jim. Hang on, let me hang on. Let me Don't hit it. I just want to uh, see. I... Hit it, then quit it. Wait, that's something else. I want to make sure I had the audio. There we go. Uh... James Thomas Miller. No, I don't really know what JT stands for. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, really? Taylor. Jonathan Taylor Miller. Watch this, Sam. And enjoy it. Here we go. Listen, the Coyotes changing. He's got some time and leaves the puck for JT Miller. Miller through center. Over the Coyote blue line. Gets through. Scores! Coast to coast. JT Miller with a highlight real goal. And the Canucks lead 4-1. Well, you can see the Coyotes changing and the Canucks changing, but the Canucks changed first. Well, you can see the Coyotes change. JT Miller a chance to get up ahead of Steve. Here he comes behind his own net, and the Coyotes can have just come off the bench. This Arizona. Wow, I'm going to be Jeff Mimelka. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. Wow. He beat that goalie Vajekma like you wouldn't believe. The, went to the Coyotes. <clears throat> you think JT Miller is is it is it is it happening? I, I don't. I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen anything other than media speculation. Not even like media, like the Rangers are interested and are talking to, you know, talks are ongoing. All I've seen is media speculation, which turns into 48 bloggers writing an article, JT Miller on his way to the Rangers. That's (laughs) true. Did uh, Danson Larry Brooks, I know he came out with some. He did. He did. Uh, Yeah, he he had something about it yesterday in his... uh, in his article. Where did you hear that from? Uh, Sean's blog or uh, 
two guys, one cup podcast or our podcast because that's that hey, Larry I want to tell you you're a thought stealer you're an idea stealer and we should be getting a little uh something to wet our beaks to uh, in repayment for these ideas and these topics I know you're as, a Christopher, Moltis, your- as Christopher Moltisanti used to say I want a taste I want a taste where's my taste I mean, uh, you know, I understand you're a, a very good writer, and I know, but but the, the tough thing is to come up with topics day in and day out, especially during a two week break. But look at us; we got to eat too. We got to eat too. What? <laughs> what? My family doesn't have to. Uh, can't, uh, we don't need food. We don't need money. <clears throat> like uh, Sean McAfee, I mean, he, he lives that uh, upper class lifestyle, flying to Vegas, the hoity toity author. You know, but he, he could use a, uh, some money. <laughs> the hoity-toity author. I mean, uh, you know, well, you know, what do you think? He's Rockefeller? No, no. He needs cash. And, and uh, Sean, I heard Sean is laid up. Sean Stein and and uh, Johnny Papadopoulos there, uh, you know, uh, Rock. He's got kids. They got young kids that the kids can't get on. Larry, part with the cash. Right. I mean, you're stealing our topics, our ideas. You're a thought stealer. Please send us a hat. Yeah, give me a, send me a post hat. One of those, uh, remember the, oh, they don't even have newspapers anymore. <laughs> anyway. You're not going to, what are you going to talk about how bad the All-Star game was? And, uh. What, are you going to wear a beret or a headband with Chest Erkin on your, <laughs> Larry, on your Larry, Larry will be on his next podcast on the post with the, with a hairband on. Wacko. So what did he talk about? I saw some of it. Uh, oh, I know he was creaming in his jeans that cried a peeled off on that. Uh, he had that when Panarin scored, he could have gotten the hat trick, but uh, the unselfish Crider. Oh, fuck oh Joe. Crider, you should have scored. You got to get 50. <laughs> Larry is just driving me nuts. Uh, let, me Stop. let me see if I can find what he said real quick. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Thanks to Mike Silvers for posting this this stuff from uh, Post Sport Post Sports Plus for us. Uh, here's here's see here's what from Larry. Here is what I recommend, and I recommend doing it now. Offer Lundquist and Philip Heedle to the Canucks for J.T. Miller. The Rangers would have two playoff runs before he becomes a 2023 free agent. He could anchor what would what would become an extremely formidable third line the rest of the season, and he could take one of the right-wing spots in the top six. He would also represent protection if either Zibanejad or Strom go down with an injury injury. And he would be in position to replace Strom next year if number 16 and the Blue Shirts cannot work on an extension. Uh, Larry goes on to say that Vitaly Kravtsov might be might uh, never play for the Rangers again. And then he talks about Claude Giroux. And he mentioned, he said, oh, you might not have noticed, but Mika Zibanejad's winning face So my comment on that was we have noticed because we've mentioned it here on the show. Yes. Mika's been winning, and I think he mentioned uh, the Rangers as a team have been much better on faceoffs. Which is correct. 
which is correct. Uh, the thought stealer that they came with that we did notice that is a Benajad. I, I I don't know why people don't want to revisit JT Millett. Like if that was the trade, I would do it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I would do but, that. Uh, but I think Vancouver... I don't know if the Canucks do that. That's just it. The Canucks don't want that garbage. I mean, I Neil Dunk was, yes, they need young defensemen. They need cheap defensemen. They've got... Uh, I think they're second they, unless the Unless the Canucks see something in Filipino that the rain... That the, unless they see whatever the Rangers see, which I don't see. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm st- like I said it last week. I'm still wait- I'm still trying to figure out what they saw in him that they thought he was worthy of a first round pick because I don't see it yet. And we're we're on this guy's fifth year in the league, which is unbelievable in itself. Yes, the cap. So, they have Vancouver has cap problems. They need cheap players to fill voids. They spent a lot of money on. Uh, Oliver Ekman Larson and uh, the other guy was the first round pick by the Sabres. Tyler Myers. And those guys suck. They spent a lot of money and they suck. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're, they have they have problems. They need cheap serviceable players. So maybe, but I just can't see it. You go, you look at these Vancouver fans. They want, you know, they want Truba. <laughs> they want, the sky's the limit for them. They right. want the best prospects. They want Schneider. They want this. And we're going to, Ranger fans say, well, well, Larry's saying Heedle and Lundqvist. That's not going to get that fan base excited. It wouldn't get me excited. Right. Right. And I think Miller. He plays the wing. He could play center. He like they like Larry said. Wins faceoffs. Right. He's uh <clears throat> he's a guy you can plug in all over the place. And even think physically, he fits into the type of team the Rangers are now. He, he he's he's not shy to get dirty. He's a, a guy who likes to the hit. He's a guy who's he's got some cowboy in him, as Tortorella said. Right. And he uh, averages, you know, looks like about three, four hits a game. Uh, he's a uh, he's not, he's not 54, He's a fifty-four percent guy on faceoffs. Yeah, and he's only twenty-eight. Wow! So I thought he was older than that, but he fits in. Yeah, I think so. So. But I, I think he's going to be a darling of a lot of teams to try to get. He seems like the number one guy they're talking about. Probably. Anybody on your radar that you'd like to acquire? No. No. Connor McDavid. Okay. Tenorti and Heedle for Connor McDavid. McJesus. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So uh, there we go with that. <laughs> anybody else have any thoughts on uh uh who you'd like to get we have uh we do have a couple of calls including a first time a first time caller oh well let's bring that up who we have not talked to in a long time we haven't talked to this person since the blog talk radio days holy cow so we've never seen this person face to face 
We have never seen this person face to face. Wow, this is uh, this she is, is the poet laureate. Of oh, the there she is. It is Lizzie. Can you hear Hi, me? Okay? Yeah, can hear you just fine. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Good. My condolences on your chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because I associate you with the chiefs. So wow. you, Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, they, to me, I don't know any other chief fans, but I know you are a diehard, die-in-the-wool. And I, I did actually feel better. I said, oh, Lizzie must be having a tough time with this. But we'll I was just, heartbroken. Yeah. Well, it was a tough one. It was a tough one, and uh, so we won't talk about it. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, welcome. I can't believe it, right, Jim? This is fantastic. I and you know, we also don't we also don't get nearly as many women call in as we used to, and I don't know if that's because they don't want to come on video or they just don't like us as much as they used to. But so, so I'm I'm very happy that Lizzie's called in. We used to get a lot, we used to get a lot of female callers. Back in the blog talk days. So, so Lizzie, we're glad you're here. What's what's going on? What's on your mind? How you feeling about this team? What do you think? Really? It's like, I just can't believe that they're doing that well. And still, you know, they're not playing that great. But they're still that high up in the division. And I'm going, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop, honestly. I'm waiting for it. See, Lizzie's like me. <laughs> She's watching the games in hand, Eddie. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about the games in hand, but I'm watching the games, and I'm just like, how are they winning these games sometimes as bad as they're playing? Mystery. I know the answer. The answer <laughs> is this. It's the magical headband. <laughs> the Shesterkin has bailed them out of a lot of games that they maybe they should have yes. lost. That's and, true. Uh, they they seem to have some kind of intestinal fortitude uh, this year, uh, and you know, Lizzie, how much we've kind of bashed Chris Kreider on this mm -hmm. broadcast. Uh, he, he has been, I mean, out of this world this year. I mean, I mean, there is just something different about this team, you know. From ever since I've been a fan, there's just this team all of a sudden, it's just like something's different this year. And whether it's the coach or whether it's something's going on in the locker room, but it's just like there's something different. And I think that's probably contributing to it. They're acting like more like a team. And maybe that's helping with the Wiz. I think that's, that's a good analogy. They are a very close-knit group. And um, the coach doesn't stand for not playing well. And he it's funny how some coaches can get mad and the players just tune them out. And then some other coaches, when they get mad, they really respond. And it looks like Gallant has done that with this team. Absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, it's just been amazing. Liz froze. She freeze for you, Eddie? Yes. Okay. Amazing to me. There you go. Liz, you're you're freezing up really bad. I know. I don't know if it's my internet or my computer. 
Probably both. <laughs> but everything's okay right now? Yes. You're good now. Okay, okay. Now, I don't even know what I was saying, but that's okay. No, uh, well, let me why have you here. Who is your favorite player on this team? Well, since Lundquist is no longer on the team, he was my favorite player. I would have to say probably Kreider. Okay. There you go. Not a bad choice at all. No. I mean, uh, when I first started watching the team during those playoffs, um, it was like the only player I knew was Lundquist, and that was because of the camera that's behind up and behind the uh, the goal and you know when he's in his stance it just when it aims down you could see his name on the back and it's like that's the only person i knew and he <laughs> automatically became my favorite player <laughs> right <laughs> now uh I, I i remember hearing the story of how you became a ranger fan what playoffs was that that you started watching that was the 13 14 season when they went to the stanley cup and lost yeah. It was a good year to catch on, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and now you're suffering along with the rest of us after that. Yes, I am yeah. indeed. All downhill from there. <laughs> well, she waited a long time with the Chiefs, though. Yes. Yes. And that, that paid off. Yes. So. so I can be patient. I've waited so long for that. So I can I can wait for the Rangers. All right. Uh well, uh, so are you still? Uh, I, I seem to remember that you were like the only Ranger fan around. Have you found any any more hockey fans in your in your area there? Um, not we, really. I mean, every uh, now and again, I find more Chiefs fans than I do hockey fans, honestly. And if they're a hockey fan, they're a fan of some other team and like not the Rangers. Well, I don't know. I wonder if it's a anti New York thing. I think watch. it's just a Midwest thing that hockey is just not as popular as football and basketball. Right. Well, it, it must be interesting. I mean, how do you get the games? I mean, I know it's not like do you right do you, now I'm getting them through ESPN plus. Oh, see, Lizzie knows how to get ESPN plus. Right. She's the only thing out is the mystery. <laughs> The only thing is if they're on the NHL network, I don't get to see it because in a ESPN plus doesn't air it. If it's on the NHL network. Right. Kind of uh, sucks. And then you got to go to, then you got to go to the uh, less than legal route. Correct. Yes. Out of all the bits that me and Jim do, Lizzie, what, what bit has cracked you up the most? If any. Oh Lord. I think just about all of them, honestly. You guys are the, always making me laugh. What about the, the, the when we bust on Sam and Joe? Do you do you enjoy that one, or you feel bad for them? No, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. They deserve it because it's it's hilarious listening to the game and listening to them talk, and then you're making fun of them. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what's going on there. Good. I'm glad. Uh, By the way, I got a I got a I got a message from Jack. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Parmelee, I think it is. P-A-R-M-E-L-E. -E. I apologize if I butchered it. And he said that last week's show was one of the funniest we've ever done, and he's been listening a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what I was going on. Well, your show, well, your recap was funny. 
<laughs> and then I got all grumpy about the. Yeah, you you guys are all. Yeah, that's another thing. I want the Garden of Dreams. You're making me seem like I'm some cruel bastard who doesn't want <laughs> kids who are handicapped. No, I don't. I, I I wish them the best. I wish the best, but I don't want to be shoved down my throat every thirty seconds. That's what my point was. <laughs> By the way, against the Garden of Dreams and the good work they do. Everybody's call me a grumpy old man. And uh, you know, uh, speaking of that, I, when I went back and watched the show, which I didn't do until today, I completely missed Collins saying, "Here's a wig and a Big Mac. Go have fun." <laughs> I mean, that's... so inappropriate and yet so funny. Very funny, you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, we appreciate you. You know, being a big supporter of the show and. And adding your poems, and you know, it's just one Absolutely. of the one of the little things that makes the show so special. And and, and calling in because we got a lot of we got guys with it that don't have the cojones to put their face on camera here and call in. I don't understand that because we all Zoom now, right? Like uh, everybody's on Zoom and Teams and FaceTime and Facebook yeah. video. And, I, I think know. our demographic that they don't know how to work stuff, especially me. Uh, uh, I could show. I showed you our demographics. We're very popular with the with the twenty five to thirty five. That's like our biggest demographic. We got more of them than the old folks. They're we're, just we're, scared. Yeah, they don't want to. You know. it's, it's it's tough. Public speaking, even if you're not really in public on camera, people get very uh, is it's it's tough. It's tough. It really is tough. I have a hard time sometimes speaking. My brain will just like go poof and I forget what I'm going to talk about. And that's Jim's had to deal with that for like 12 years with me. Right. <laughs> I go from I time. Like that. I get like that too, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, Lizzie, thanks for calling in. We really appreciate it. It was nice to it was nice to see you and nice to hear from you. Yeah. It was nice being here. And just to let you guys know, the website that I write for, Primetime Sports Talk, we're doing like all-time teams. And so I'm doing the one for the Rangers. So that's probably coming out this weekend. So y'all can read it and like tell me where I'm wrong. I'll well, enjoy hearing that. Now, okay, make well, sure you post the link in the group. Post I'll the link that. in the group. Look forward to reading it. And uh Sean McCaff, uh, well, following in his footsteps, you are also a writer and author. Uh, I don't know if you're an elitist like Sean McCaff is, according to Cutter. Reviews on Cutter. I mean, let's see. Let's uh, let's put you on the spot here. By the way, you know who loves Cutter before before Lizzie gives it. My wife absolutely loves Cutter. Doctor B, who is here in the chat, he loves. Cutter loves him. Wow. Messages me all the time. He's like, I fucking love Cutter. He's so goddamn funny when he comes on. He's like, hey, that guy's he's great. A, I see he's a future patient. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's job security. Job security. <laughs> anyway, so Lizzie, give us your take on Cutter. Oh, Cutter. Who always <laughs> wants a haiku? Always talking about those haikus. He's a high school uh, guy. Oh, I guess Cutter's funny. Okay. Did right. I just stop again? Okay. No, you're Not fine. Not right for screen froze again. But no, yeah. you're good. Okay. Yeah. 
I think Lizzie is pretending that her, her that she froze so she doesn't have to answer. <laughs> oh no! No, Cutter's funny. I like Cutter. Okay. He likes my haiku, so thumbs up from me. Cutter, uh, I like Cutter. Jim, uh, Jim's like you know half and half. I, I I like Cutter, but you know he he gets he gets no special treatment from me. <laughs> I treat him like like I treat everybody. You're gonna get you know you're gonna get a, you know you want to you want to pal around with Jim. You're gonna get the full Jim. You're gonna get your balls broken. You're gonna get yelled at when you're an idiot, <laughs> you know. And I don't, sp I don't spare him any of that. He, you know, he mounts off to me, and I'm gonna go after him. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So, all right, Lizzie, take care. We'll talk soon. We take will care. see you later. Good night. There you go. So, what's uh? Did you put that link in the uh? Her article. Yes. I don't think it's done yet. Oh, okay. I think it's coming out next week, she said. Yeah, well, I'm going to check it out. I can't believe this Rock'em Sock'em Hockey Card podcast said Garden of Dreams is trash. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> Get your ducks in a row. I just think it's <laughs> I, I think it's funny that the Rock'em Sock'em guy is in our chat room pretending like people won't know who he really is. I'm just kind of like promoting. It's a <laughs> promotion thing. So, uh, so there you have oh, it. Man. Oh, there's a Matt brings up Hildebrand, one of the greatest oh, statements yeah. of all time. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <clears throat> Cutter has had so many. He 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 thinks up these bits that he just comes and thinks he's going to come on and just be so. Freaking funny, and they're just bops. <clears throat> but Cutter's okay. All right, before we uh, before we take any more calls, we have to, we have to, we have to, we absolutely have to, Eddie. Yeah, well, talk what's about, going on with this? Uh, are we being promoted? What's going on? I saw. We have to talk about this. Oh yeah, baby. <clears throat> February 26th, my friends, just, what do we got, 16 days, 16, yeah, 16 days, Saturday, February 26th, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, we will be at McHale's Bar and Grill, 51st Street and 8th Avenue, I am looking forward to it, last night, I got a text message from Paul, Oh, you did. He is, he is the manager at McHale's. He said that I sent him the flyer. He said, Thanks so much, Jim. Really appreciate the chance to host you guys. And then he also said, uh, let me see what else did he say here? He said, uh, Paul Downey is his name. He was talking to Nick Adams, had gone in last night and saw him. They're all set, they're looking forward to it. So <clears throat> All is we are a go. All is well. Uh, respond to the event, boys and girls. We want to get a kind of a grasp. Yes, it is. We are. It is really important that we get a good turnout here. This is a this is a new bar for us. Uh, you know, we want to show them that you know we could pack them in. 
you know, if we ever want to do another one there, we want to make sure that it's worth their their time and effort that they're putting into us and taking care of us. I think we I told them we've got about 20 people confirmed on our Facebook event page, but that doesn't account for their guests and it doesn't account for people that maybe aren't on Facebook that are going to come and it doesn't account for people who don't pay attention to the 20 times I asked them to RSVP. <laughs> but it's it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a ton of stuff to give away. We're going to do raffles. We're going to watch the Rangers. You're going to get to meet this crazy cast of characters. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, and I don't guarantee, I don't make a lot of guarantees on this show, but I guarantee you, you have not met a group of fans like the Blue Shirt Underground. I guarantee it. If you, if uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, if you are over the age of 45 and grew up, grew up at Madison Square Garden and ever sat in the blue seats, this is as close to that blue seat crowd that's that that as exists nowadays because the blue seats have been almost completely eradicated. All of those characters have been completely eradicated. This is as close as it gets. Coming and hanging out with us at a viewing party and seeing and getting to see Eddie and I and Costa and Chris and some of the other people that, that come and drink and have fun and I yell just, inappropriate things. I just, There's nothing like it. I just like the whole, like, you know, although we're all different in a lot of respects, we're all the same. We're just fanatical, crazy Ranger fans. And everybody's got their own theories and everybody has their faves. And it all comes to like one big collision of discussion. And then our record is pretty good, right, Jim? Uh, Chris Demetri's been keeping tallies for years. Uh, we have a we have a good record. I I don't remember off the top of my head what what it is. Um, Chris Chris is here. He could probably pop open the spreadsheet, and maybe tell us what our overall record is. And not for nothing, but the greatest comeback in New York Ranger history happened at one of our viewing parties. It happened because of our viewing party. <laughs> we were actually credited after the game in the post game press conference that thanks to our viewing party, we rallied the Rangers back. Mike Smith, he's in the chat room. He's at a lot of our viewing parties. He's always fun to meet. He's always perched at the bar. He's always hey. in the city. Mike, I don't know if Mike lives in this city, but he's always Molly Wee watching the games. And Yes. It, it is such a fun group. We always have a great time, win or lose. Uh, it's it's loud. It's noisy. It's uh, I can't wait. We haven't done this in, in over two years now because of this fucking virus i am i am ready to rock and roll with this group oh yeah. i am ready i am ready and it's gonna be like the price is right with the prizes i mean chris <laughs> johnitz i know i got a pretty much a beat on what he's gonna bring and those are super prizes uh, we've got 16, we've got special six and zero jim 16 look at that 16 six and zero that is impressive that's impre That's Hall of Fame. I mean, that kind of winning percentage gets you in the Hall of Fame. I hey, guarantee you. I guarantee you those fucking forums that that blue shirts break away. I guarantee you they ain't ten games over five hundred at their viewing parties. I, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because a lot. I just the first thing I want to bring up about the, a lot of times people don't want to watch games out of their comfort zone. They figure that you are not. They're not going to win if I break my tradition, which really. 
Darwin Bushman, you can make a billion dollars off this theory because the Rangers suck. <laughs> I mean, you could watch him, you know. And, and and I understand there's a lot of people that don't want to schlep to the city to watch the game at yeah. a bar. I understand that too. But I'm just telling event. you that our cast of characters an and our group, we have a good time. We have a good time. There's a reason. There's a reason why people like Chris Johnert and Costa and some of the other guys have been to you know twenty of these things. There's a reason why they keep coming back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're way, yeah we're our 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 record is way better than Jersey retirements ceremonies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so and, um, so and it it just. A lot of fun. And I, I like to talk to people. Jim is great because he, like, runs all the crap. And all I do is, like, you know, bullshit with people. I like to get to know each person. and he's, he, he, But, see, you have, like, a background in that, right? You've you've done, like, hosting things, like, for your, like... I remember you used to do something for your... Uh, was it an apartment complex or the Knights of Columbus or something? Uh, you I remember the raffles and karaoke and all that stuff. Well, yeah, I was a uh, yeah when I was in the Eagles, I hosted. Well, I hosted karaoke before that, stuff like that. But you, you know, I'm like a, that. Yeah, I, I like I, I like a crowd. I, you know, I like an audience. I, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I, you know, well, I like an audience too. I mean, you know, I, I like to get I like to get up. I like to make people laugh. I like to see everybody have a good time. I like to you know I like to. What, what I like to play mine host, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I like the, I like that. So you know, I, I'm in my I'm in my element in the, in the viewing parties. There, I, I I really look forward to them. I was you know devastated when they canceled the game in November. I know. I, I'm I'm a little upset. I'll be uh, I'll be by myself at this viewing party. Jen won't be able to make it, but Aww. but we will persevere. She has to work. And with with the rules being what they are, the girls can't come, and she's kind of. She's understandably, you know, she's a little upset about yeah, that. So, so this one she's not going to be at, but uh, I will be there. She's she's kind of upset that she is upset that she's going to miss it. But hopefully, you know, by the next one we do, hopefully things will have uh, gotten better and we'll be a little more back. I think, back so. to I, I think so. next one's going to be a playoff one. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> uh, so don't forget if you're on Facebook, make sure you are SVP and please try and make it if you can. We really want a big turnout for Mikhail's, and we want to see you guys. We want to we want to have a big party with everybody. Yeah. So, I hope uh, I hope as many of you can make it as possible. Now, I was going to bring Matt Morello on because he's waiting. However, however, Lizzie has inspired another first time uh, caller to the show here. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bump Matt in the rotation, and we're gonna bring on the great. Chef Ra. I'm off. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you just fine. How are you? You guys are awesome, man. I love your show. Thank you. Hard work. Eddie, you rock, man. Jim, you guys rock. (laughs) I love you guys, man. And I'm off tonight because I am a chef. I work a lot of hours. So I I got I caught you, you know, your show. I love it. Uh we're we're so glad. And and, uh, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that that you're an older fan. So you've You've seen a lot of what Eddie and I have seen. You've well, experienced it all. You know, we, you get the Chadwick references, it's, and you get the you know when we talk about when we make old references. You know what we're talking it, about. It, it's so funny because I was going to lead in with this. Isn't it beautiful seeing the Islanders play for their lives? <laughs> oh, I'm just saying because 
I grew up in Huntington, man. I, my whole family's Islander fans. I've heard 19. They abused us. They put us through the mill. You know, I hate. I, I'd rather root for Al Qaeda than the Islanders. <laughs> I hate them. I do. I just really hate them, and I just their fans. I watched up my cousin. I watched up Hensler Turnpike. You know, Rip Clark Gillies. Actually, I met Clark Gillies. Great guy. Or hung out and drank beers with him night. Great guy. But f the Islanders. I'm um, 1983. Last cup you'll ever see. I can't stand them. They cause us a lot of heartache, and I just don't like them. I don't like their fans. I had to get that off my chest. Yeah. But uh, as far as us, listen. You can, you can express Islander hate on this show anytime you want. Well, I just I can't stand them. I want to see I want to see Reeves punch. I want to see him punch Matt Martin's face through the ice. I can't. I just don't like them. Ah. I don't. I can't stand them. Hey, look, any Ranger fans our age. They put us through so much abuse, and they probably cost us from winning a cup. You know what I mean? They we they were right. good. Those Ranger teams are good, man. Yeah, yeah, they were for, formidable. But the you Rangers. Know, I mean, never... the Islands have nineteen playoffs wins in a row. They beat the Rangers four times in that streak. So, you know, right. it's, it's a, and I think the Rangers Islands is the best. I'm a big Cowboy fan, Jim. Sorry to say that, but you know, that's okay. You know, but the rivalry between Rangers Islanders is unbelievable. We need a playoff series. Ninety four was the last one. We need a playoff series because I want right. to beat them. I hate them. But, uh, okay, as, as far as we go, and I'm thinking about it, we have our core guys, right? All the guys that are locked up. Bread, Mika, Foxy, Kreider, right? Goodrow, Truba. So those guys are locked up. I think Lafreniere, Kako, and Schneider are untradeable. You know, I mean, it's now, now where do we get this extra scoring? We want it from Lafreniere. We want it from Kako. It's not happening. Hopefully, hopefully he can get it now. Laf looks like he's starting to turn the corner a little bit. But I, I hate Ranger fans that want to give up so fast. Oh, I know. They're both just only 20. You just 20. It's we had Lafferty is our first pick since 65, and Kako's our first second overall pick since Brad Paul. So right. I don't know, I don't want to give up on these guys. Not yet. Oh, I hear you. Time. And Ranger fans, and we got to sign Strom. I think Strom Strom wants to be with this group. You know, if you look at hockey, these guys sometimes they do. They take cap friendly deals to stay where they want to stay. I think Jordan will get, you know, him signed. He'll stay with us. And I think I think Strom is a big part of the team. He's part of that chemistry. He's part of that room. You know, I know you guys I agree. Brooks had an article in the paper today about Turk. And you like to hear all these guys, the different players saying how the room, the room, the room. I love that, you know, and that that's I don't think Quinn could relate that, you know, last year. I don't think they wanted to play for him last year, you know. But uh, I'm not making any deals with those three guys involved. I think Niels could get us a lot. I think if you trade Niels, you could get a lot for him. Look, I go went for nothing. I go went for nothing. You know, a lot right. of these trades. Joe Thornton went for nothing. You know, I mean, I mean, Phil Kessel went for nothing. You know, so when a guy does get moved, you go and sneak in on him. You know, I, and Drury, Drury just he just he's tight to the vest. I know we don't like Drury, but he's tight to the vest. You know, and it's and it really is a debacle. That's us being a Ranger fan. It's like almost being a Jet fan and a Met fan. It's like you know we're having this rebuild, and the guys that built the rebuild don't. You know, he's smoking crack with Hunter Biden, and he fires these guys. What is he doing? <laughs> they listen, you know, they, they listen to Deacon Blues all night. What are they doing? You know, but as, as us as a team, and, and you know, this team is for real. They could go. I think they're going to be motivated. I think they get. I think they could win a round or two. You know what I mean? I don't. You know, we got the goalie. The goalie's awesome, and we we're still loaded with. You know, if we make a deal, we're still loaded with prospects. We're loaded. We're loaded with goalie guys. We're loaded on the defensive end of it. You know, it's gonna be a defensive guy that's gonna get moved because it's just right. there's, there's a total just backed up. You know, 
I, and you can't change Schneider. I love when Schneider pinches in. He does. He watched him go. He pinches in. He, he looks for that shot in the slot. He's very confident. He's yeah, very he's awesome. Yeah, you know. Very... And uh, I just don't want any negativity. You know, this is a good ride. And you know what? If we didn't play in that crappy division last year the way it was, we would have made the playoffs. Now we're playing all the other teams and we're beating them. We don't lose two in a row. It's very rare. You know, right. and like Brooks' article said today, and I hate to bring him into it, but he did say it. Tur Turk doesn't say nothing to those guys. He just lets them play. He lets it play where Quinn was kind of a micromanager. So yeah. it's totally two different things. You know, um, I'm just I, – I, I would want them to get JT Miller because I just – I don't – you know, he plays with a snarl and, he, you know, he can score, you know. And I think they can get him for a Lundquist, Lils, plus, plus. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to ruin Robinson. I like these Western Canadian kids, Othman, you know, Robinson, Schneider. We need these Canadian kids. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, JD was starting to draft Canadians. We don't we, we don't even draft Canadian kids. We're finally drafting some Canadian kids, which I like. You know, that right. you know Yeah, I had been clamoring for that for years. I mean, that it either <laughs> was some you know European Russian guy, which there's no problem with that, or an American. It was never like well, these Canadian boys, they're just cut from a different cloth. They're a little oh, bit more grittier. They bring an extra oomph to the game, especially in the Western Hockey League. Uh, yeah. Although I still love scarred from Dylan McElrath, uh, but still. Well, man, that's because we're like the Jets. You know, we're like, we could, we well, the draft. Even the, Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks finally got cap room. The Knicks finally got draft picks. They still can't figure it out. I mean, we're right. figuring it out. That's why I don't want to trade, you know, I don't want to trade Kako. I don't want to trade Lafayette. I don't want to trade Schneider. Let them play, man, because we're going to, you know what's going to happen? We're going to trade one of these guys, and they're going to be a superstar somewhere else, and we're going to be sick. And I don't want that. You know, we're, we're, we're such perennial one cup in 100 years. I don't count those six cups. It was six teams in the league. You know, we're perennial losers, man. <laughs> Just, you know, when have we ever built like this? We've never had this many picks. We've never done this before. Right. It's like, Eddie, you've said it before. We're like virgins to this. We don't know this. Yeah, so, you know, why all of a sudden we're just going to give everything up right away because we're playing good? No. Let the let this rebuild finish out. Let it take its course. And Othman's going to be a beast, guys. He's a beast. Watch, I watched that kid in Junior's play. He is, he's, he's going to be awesome. And we got a lot of goalie prospects. We can, we're loaded with goalie. Garan's good. The, 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 the big six, the two six foot eight kids are playing good. So, you know, we, we have a lot to thank JD and Gortz. You know? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree. And I don't, no, I agree. I, I'm glad what they did with the rebuild. You know what? I'm glad they did this because we needed this. But let's not screw it up. You know, like keep Dolan away. Let him worry about the Knicks. Stay away. Right. You know, stay right. Away. Well, now he now the Knicks stink. Hopefully, he'll be meddling with them and firing people over there. And and, and I don't think Jory will get robbed. I don't think I think Jory is, is you know he's a tight ass. I just I, I do believe that. I but I don't believe he's. I know. can't really judge. You know, yeah. I can I my preconceived notions of him is that. But he's done a fairly good job. Let's put it this way. Well, look, I mean, if, look, if Blaze was healthy, you got Goodrow type two. You know what I mean? So, you know, if Blaze was Blaze is that type of player, we couldn't afford Bushnevich. We couldn't afford We couldn't afford him. It's just a part of the cap. What are you going to do? We got guys, you know, if right now, if Lafferty had 30 goals, we'd be, you know, we'd all be going, oh, you know what I mean? We, that was an okay deal because, you know, Laf's got to get it going. Kako's got to get it going. These guys got to fit on the top six. That's what we drafted them for. But I'm not going to give up on these guys. A lot of Ranger fans. Oh, Kako's done. Lafreniere sticks. These wow. guys are 20 People. years old, and they had COVID. They didn't even play. They've been, they've right. been around for two years. So, right. you know, we all wish they could step in like Schneider's been, you know, because Schneider's been a monster. But 
just patience. I've been saying that since I first been typing into you guys from day one. We have to be patient, man. It's this. This hasn't happened to us, you know. I think Turk and Jory will will guide us the right. You know, they'll steer the ship the right way. Right now, it is the right way. We're you know we're playing damn good hockey, and they don't look. They play hard every night, just about. That's so, all you can ask for as a Ranger fan. I mean, really. I mean, what they, they, they show I mean, up and they play hard and. Represent. And the Islanders are last place, Eddie. It's beautiful. Yes. Like oh, every game, I can't wait. I, I I send text messages to my friends. I go. <laughs> Later, guys. They hate me for that, but uh, you gotta get them. You gotta get them right now because they're so vulnerable. These Islander fans. It's beautiful. Going into that new building and all. Oh, you beat there. us, Arena. I call it. You beat us, Arena. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate. I hate them. I just. I can't stand them. Yo, because you know what? I grew up in Long Island. Fifty. I just turned fifty-one. I was my whole family's Islander fans. Man, I got killed. I got killed. You know, and then I got wow. a, I, I got a tattoo on my arm of the Rangers the day after they won the cup. And my my one cousin goes, "Look, see, they haven't won it since." I'm like, "Oh yeah." I go, "The Islanders have won real." You know? Yeah, real. Really? You know what I mean? So, but uh, you know, I just wanted to say what I had to say, and uh, you guys have a great show, and uh, thank you very much for listening to me. And let's go Rangers. You know, don't stick with the youth movement. If we're gonna make a trade. Do it from the D, because the D is where we're stacked, and right. we have those offensive defensemen, you know, Niels and Jones, you know. I love Robinson, too, man. Robinson's a bit, another Western Canadian kid that hits guys. So, you know, keep trust. Keep trust, guys. Keep the faith. We right? keep the faith. I agree. Thank you very much, hey, guys. Pan, you you got to call it. You got to start calling him more often, man. I love the Rangers, Jim. I love them more than – I'm a big Cowboy fan. Randy White's my favorite football player ever, man, you know, but – the my man. Rangers, man, they bought me. You got to call in anyway. <laughs> Thank you. I just, you know, my, our Rangers, our Ranger fans, are the, are the, I called Mick Kern and I told Mick Kern, we are the most diehard fans there are. And I just, and another thing I got to say, Messier, I know everybody loves Messier, but he kind of did this to us. He took the money and ran. I mean, that's, that's right. He, he left us at the altar. I know he won the cup. And Chef that, Rise, half, my kind of guy. Half that, team, <laughs> half that team was mercenaries. This team ain't mercenaries. I want to see him win with this punch. And then make Cryer right. the captain. He deserves it. You know, make him the captain. Either him or Foxy. That's what I would say. But, yeah, uh, I, I keep hoping Fox will get it. Yeah. All right, Chef. Right, right, really good I love to you guys. Talk to you. I'll still listen. You guys are awesome. I love you guys. Let's go, Rangers, everybody. Bye bye. All right. Take care. Bye. Good night. Good night. How many chairs do I have in this? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's two are other you, ones. Does are you selling them? Chairs, but it's a used chair lot. One, and it's just the big back of one. So there's only <laughs> two chairs in mine. Oh, okay. It looks like more. Yeah, I don't. I, I can see how Mario would get that. that, that yeah, well, Mario needs a slap, a fresh one across the face. Jeff, what a great call. Yes. Uh, that's how you. That's how you do it on this show. Coming, you just hammer away how much you hate the islands. He, he's shot out of a cannon. I love it. I he reminds me of like too. He reminds me of like like when you when you used to go to the garden and you go to the and you go to the Barney Stone or one of those places. You'd be at the bar. You just strike up a conversation with some guy on the way to the game, and he's just got he's got good ideas. You know, he loves the team. He's passionate. I love that. I love that. He's our age, fits right. I love it. He could. I'm gonna take next week off. You do the show with Chef Eddie and the Chef. Well, Come yeah, maybe I could have a chair sale. <laughs> take a look at this beauty, the executive <laughs> F15. Look at it; it's beautiful. Look, look, it's good for your back, your neck. It's full headrest. Going right now, eighty nine ninety five. You call it now. <laughs> 
Welcome to Swap Shop with Eddie and Jim. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was a great call, Chef. I love it. Full, uh, full, uh, on, full throttle. Full marks. Full yeah. marks for that call. Full marks for that call. All right, let's, let's bring in, here he comes. I got his music. Mr. NWO. <laughs> What's going on, Matt? Hello, Matt. How are you, my friend? What's up? What an honor to have the music playing. I mean, what a. <laughs> it doesn't get we better don't do than that. that for just everybody. I know. That's how much of an honor it is. Crazy now, Eddie's chair. <laughs> My prices are insane. The chair thing has been a big topic of conversation for a long while, Ed. People really? are very this is concerned. An underground, of underground uh, discussion. Oh, now wait a minute. Now I see three chairs. Yeah, there's the one. There a chair to your right, and then another chair behind you, and then another chair. But wait a minute. <laughs> It's like it's like the trouble with tribbles. Starting, there is another chair in here. We're, we're just getting a live look at Eddie's home theater here. That's all. Does well, it change the one chair, on my mode? wife has a chair. She uses her computers in the back. Then okay. there's one here that used to be her computer chair, which I haven't gotten rid of. You know what, folks? You know what? <laughs> the cat likes it. It stays. <laughs> or... I'll just get rid of the freaking chairs so you guys can stop talking behind my back. We're not talking. Nobody's talking behind your back. It's been a topic. It's been brought up a few times within the community. That's what I'm saying. You can't come to me like a man and say, hey. I mean, dude. I didn't see it as much of a topic, but other people have. Uh... Hey, dude, what's up with the chairs? What do you got? A chair convention over there? I mean, you selling chairs on the side? People thought instead of the hockey card show, you're going to do an office chair show. <laughs> office chair podcast? Yeah, I mean, look, Zoom is really Eddie's popular. Gotta, People working maybe, from maybe, home. Maybe Eddie's got a conference meeting later on. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I mean, they have every kind Eddie's, of... Eddie's having a cabinet meeting. <laughs> I mean, they do have every like niche podcast you could ask for. Office chair today, maybe. Maybe you're starting a YouTube channel where you're reviewing <laughs> office chairs. <laughs> My guest, Francis Ludwig. <laughs> Lazy boy, CEO. Okay. So what uh, do you have to say? You know, maybe uh, I, I haven't really thought about this chair <laughs> thing. I just get on the air and do my... Look, that's what I'm going to be hosting the next show from. <laughs> Co-hosting. That'll still be less chairs that are in this room. <laughs> All right, but a lot, um, more, a lot more brains. That's the White House cabinet room. <laughs> There'll be a lot more brains in your room. A chair intervention. <laughs> Eddie. Chairs, we got to talk about them. <laughs> oh God! Oh shoot! All right. So what's going on, Matt? 
Yeah, Matt, what's uh, going on? What's your, what's your thoughts? What's your prayers? So I was actually at the Seattle game and then two days later went to the Florida game. Um, oh, you saw, well, the Kraken game didn't start off so well. Was was in jeopardy a bit. Yeah. Um, so funny the blue seats were brought up because that's where I sat for both of them. Uh, the first outing was interesting because as you have mentioned many a time, Ed, those day those day matinee games at the garden brings out, I think, the worst crowd because it's either a lot of kids, which was what happened with the section I was in, because I guess they a charity bought out a majority of it. Oh boy. So you got a million kids in there, which now you got to watch your language. Yeah. Now you got to watch your language. And then ironically, I know everyone thinks I keep perpetuating the, the gay community joke, but to the other section, there was a LGBTQ organization that had the other section directly <laughs> next to the kids one. <laughs> Against Seattle. All you hear is, let's go, Rangers! Hello, Frisco! <laughs> wow. You sure there weren't any? Well, a, lot, like, uh... a lot of them were rooting for the Kraken, which I thought Seattle. Right. It's a very liberal city. Right. So. And, what and then. What well, about the story oh, gets better? Okay. A certain Ranger legend stopped by the section, and I'll let you take a guess. Darren Turcott. Chris Katsopoulos. No. no. And it's not Glenn Anderson either. Stefan Mattel. Is he part of the, the alumni? Jim wins. Man, that guy is everywhere. The alumni. That was one of the best Jim's uh, parody names, the Abomini. <laughs> the Abomini. <laughs> yeah, like you said. Of course, people do go both ways. <laughs> <laughs> that's still one of my yeah, favorites. That's, that's an oldie. That's an oldie. <laughs> That's one of my favorites too. That's an old blog talk. Or people do go both ways. <laughs> I remember so, that when I first started listening, and that was a long time ago. So, so all right. So, so Stefan Mateau is at the game. He's in your section. Was he selling hot dogs? I mean, what I got this? Guy? <laughs> he might not know who he was. You know, I've I you know I've said it. We've said it for years. If there's any proof that you make your bones in the playoffs, that guy has gotten more mileage out of two goals, two playoff goals. I mean, they're great goals. Don't get me wrong. We're no place without them. Without them. But, but man. <laughs> Nobody wow. noticed them at first. And I think part of it, to be fair, was because the LGBTQ gated community was majority Seattle. Hello, the... Thank you. Uh, so they didn't notice him, but then once I, now I was the icebreaker. He was just sitting there. <laughs> Thank you again. All right, go ahead. I don't mind it. Go ahead. No, 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 I don't mind. So I was the first one, and I went up to him, and I didn't even bother him for a photo because everybody has a photo with them. So what? What do I need one? Yeah. So I, I just went up to him. I shook his hand. I don't have a photo know. with him. I think I'm the only Ranger fan left who's never met him. <laughs> 
Well, I met him, but I didn't take a photo with him, so we're kind of in the same boat. But I, I went up to him, I, you know, shook his hand, you know, did the proverbial thank you for 94, even though I wasn't alive for it. But, you know, I, it's like I was there when I've seen and heard the stories five million times. Uh, you know, nice guy, nothing, you know, my dad, who was alive for it, thought it was... Uh, thought it was graves at first until he heard the french accent which yeah well they're all bald at this point the only guy left from that team with any hair is richter and leach yeah yeah and leach might lose it the way he's going but anyways uh yeah so mattel that was the whole thing and then tuesday at the florida game you think okay you can go back to saying whatever the hell you want there's no fan there's no kids in the crowd the gay community decided to not show up they went back to studio 54 and their normal places <laughs> and it was one of those referee whatever moment in the Florida game where they didn't call interference or a penalty so the entire crowd does the asshole chant now, if you've been to the 400s in the New Garden, there's barely any of it left. And they got the Stooges, the Narcs, all over the place doing whatever their job's supposed to be. They started coming down and saying, the Garden has a strict cursing policy. We will eject you if oh, you do it. God. Yeah, And that's where I went. I've ne And I've been there fairly regularly, even... And they started doing that, and that's when I went, oh, this place, like, I'm at my wit's end. If you spend $100 a ticket, you ought to be able to lay loose with a stream oh, yeah. of obscenities that would make Andrew Dice Clay blush. That's right. I, I was shocked. Where did they think I learned to curse at the players in the first place? Yeah, if you that's didn't where curse, I learned. If you didn't curse, the other fans would throw you out. Right. You got to be one of them. Yeah, I, that's so bad. I was shocked. I wasn't shocked, but I was shocked that they were actually doing it. That they're actually enforcing it. It's so strange. Right. Right. Maybe, honey, you know, you, you say at the beginning of the game, you know, keep your language, whatever. But well, they were doing it to everybody. Well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you this much, Matt. The group that was in the section next to you would have really hated the chant that they used to lay, let loose in the blue seats back in the old days. I thought you about were going to certain about a about a certain player who who uh, but yeah yeah, yeah 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 former guest uh, of the show uh, right uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you were talking about a certain bald man that does a dance no um, no 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 uh, do you remember his chant in regarding oh, that community yeah. which he if if you have so. When Kako got drafted, I went to the draft party that day, and I was with my buddy, and he didn't believe that that whole homo Larry thing was a thing. So Larry comes walking down, and I went, holy crap, it's homo Larry. And I thought, Larry's not going to like this. He loves that name. If you say that to him in person, he is excited. He laughs. He doesn't mind the name. There, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Larry knows that. Yeah, he knows that. He, he doesn't mind. So Larry's you know, no public, stooge. He's been doing this a long time. I mean, it's just that dance is slowed down, though. <laughs> he doesn't have the energy anymore. Well, he's getting up there. Uh, known, hey, known as wheelchair Larry. <laughs> wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, Larry's not a young man. Larry's been there a long time. Yeah, he's put yeah. on the weight too. 
<laughs> that happens. Larry's you know, Larry's okay by me. He bought a I chair off like last Larry. week. He's a good guy. <laughs> What's that? He bought a chair off me last week. <laughs> he bought a chair. <laughs> Can we get Larry at the viewing party? He yeah, Larry's been. Larry's been. Larry's been. Oh yes. Uh, he's. You know, Larry's does his own thing. Whatever. God bless. Right. Larry's a brand. Yeah, I wish him a million dollars. There's a dance and Larry brand, and and you know, uh, you want dance and Larry at your viewing party? Oh, you gotta. I, I think I think I think I think Larry wants a taste. I, well, I know. You know, Larry's I know Larry's doing bar, from them anymore. Larry's doing bar mitzvahs. He'll come show up at your wedding and dance at your wedding. But I don't think you know. I don't think that stuff's free. You can you can book him. Yes. I, yeah, people. Have, oh, yeah, people have done it. I'm he, sure they he, have. I, I just, I, you know, when I'm thinking about, hey, I'm, I'm having a wedding, a sweet sixteen. <laughs> I'm not envisioning. Hey, let me call Larry Goodman, <laughs> the guy that dances at the Ranger game, and well, inquire I mean, about his. Uh, that just, that's not, you know, Mister Matt, because I know Jim, you got the Mister Matt. I know people do that, and that I understand. I think that's cool. Larry. I think. I, I mean. I, I can't. I, I mean, I can kind of understand it. Is it a little goofy? Sure, but I, I can understand it if you have. I mean, if you're a couple like like Jen and I, who you know, are both big time Ranger fans, and and really we met because of the Rangers. You know, if we were like regular ticket holders who knew him, and we were getting married, and you know, somebody somebody said, "Hey, Dancer Larry can appear at the wedding," and he comes out, he does his dance, he plays his music. If you're doing, you know, if, if you're a Big big family, and you know you're all Ranger fans. Yeah, I can like see where that Ranger you couple. Me. But this, you know, if, 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 you know, if you've got like one of those big weddings where you've got 100, 150 people, and half of them are diehard, crazy Ranger fans, then yeah, I could see that because that's something that would really get people excited for Larry to come out and do his dance and take his pictures and hang out with the group for a little. Sure, I could see it. And, and this goes back to Eddie's point: if you had a mascot. Then right. you can have the mascot show up, but a bald man that does a dance. Eddie, Eddie and I will come up here at anybody's bar mitzvah. We'll sit at a table. We'll do a show. I'll bring extra chairs for a big. Eddie will bring the So you see mind. Eddie and I just showing up at somebody's some kid's bar mitzvah, and we're just wheeling in like a parade of chairs. I'd rather see Dance and Larry get up and dance than some Ranger fan chant Potford sucks during a power play or scream during the national anthem or scream during a ceremony. Dancing uh, you know, poster. Dancing Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, we remember his garden of dreams, right? That might be all you got to pay. Oh, Jesus. I, I just don't even want to go there. <laughs> I have to, I have to say, though, uh, <laughs> this chair situation has got me a little bit perturbed now. I, I'm like, I got to do something. I get off the air and fix this. <laughs> Are you alarmed at what the community has been talking yeah, about for a while? Yeah, the community has awoken me. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to have to get hoarding? It's gonna be like it's gonna be like the uh, it's gonna be like the Ricardo's apartment on I Love Lucy. Every time we watch the every time you watch the show, Eddie's living every Eddie's office will be completely redesigned. Redesigned. 
act is decorated. At the viewing party, are you going to have to give a statement regarding it? Uh, I... <laughs> Why don't you, you give away chairs? To... <laughs> yeah, bring one to the viewing party. Raffle it off. This was my former seat that I would do the show on. Right. You know, I always need the special spot at the viewing party. He's always got a special spot. He could sit in one of your chairs. Cut is asking for a chair dance. What the hell is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, I, you excited for the viewing party? Yeah, it's you know, I I don't know why I've never I used to not go to him because I would work on Saturdays, so that was my excuse not to. But I don't work Saturdays anymore, so first time going. Uh, I don't know. Should I bring a prop and bring the two belts to piss off Cutter? And you know, maybe we uh, <laughs> maybe we do bring, a live feed over there. <laughs> just bring guests. We need a big turnout. I want to. We want to pack this bar. We want to make a good impression. The problem is, all my friends are not Ranger fans. My one friend's a Devil fan, so that's my condolences. Well, maybe we could maybe we could turn them. You know, maybe it's, it's like that. Who are you, Elaine and Seinfeld, when you tried to get <laughs> right? <laughs> Who are you, Elaine, trying to get them to hop the fence? Oh, well, maybe he likes. Maybe they'll like our team better. What? <laughs> he's talking about. He's that the... Sean's talking about the chief. Oh God, <laughs> the chief used to get. You notice they now remember back in the day when they had that stupid intro video before the game would start, and Chief used to be in it. Yes. Like this is I know I'm dating myself. This is like 10ish years ago. Notice how they cut him out completely. He's the, he is not to be brought up. You haven't heard his name. Even when they remember they when MSG used to actually make Ranger content, they even brought up that the chief used to be in that. He's not brought up in that anymore also cuz they don't make any new content. Uh, chief is never to be brought up again. He's in the Tradition on Ice video. But was yeah. that recently, or was that like? No, no. They put that that video was put out. You you watch the you watch the beginning of that video, and and the, and it's and it's just the fucking cheesiest <laughs> thing ever. But uh, they're showing the locker room and the and all the jerseys hanging up, and the luminaries that are hanging. It's like Norman Rochefort, and you know, like every friggin' bum you could think of that ever played for the team. And uh, so it was before they won the cup. Oh, but okay. he's in the he's in the video. You can you can find it on YouTube. It's called Tradition on Ice. Yeah, the but history he, like, of the New York he, Rangers. Even like I don't know. Let's call it ten ish years ago, give or take. They still had him in that intro video that never changed for years and years and years. And then now I think because of the politically correct nature ah. of him with the Indian garb, that's where I'm going with this. Oh, okay. That's I, why that he, would make sense. That makes sense. That's why I don't. It, it, they don't even. You know, call I know, they don't even call him the chief anymore. They call him the guardian. The guardian. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The commander. The commander. Or, uh, what did North Dakota change their name to instead of the fighting stew? Uh, something stupid. The battle hawks or something. He's, I don't know. He's the hawk. Yeah. God knows. And, you know, the reason there's also new, new, no new content is because he's dead. I mean, we well, know, we got... But I'm saying in terms of MSG network, they like if you notice even when it sucked, it's they used terrible. to do those ha but they used to do those half hour where oh we'll take a camera to JT Miller's hometown. They don't do that. Like they don't make any Ranger content on that. B -b 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 
Yeah, about <laughs> that. Which, that's gone all the time. Not you would again if you didn't know better. If you didn't know better, that you would never know that's the Ranger Network ever because they they never put anything out there. And look, I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm a San Francisco Giant fan, so I have no. I have no skin in this one way or the other. But the Yankee network is about the Yankees. That Yankeeography thing, the Yankee classic games, it's all Yankees 24-7. That's the Yankee propaganda network over there, which it should be, to be which fair. It be. Same, which it should be. Same thing that the Red Sox network is. The MSG network, you would never know the Rangers are on there. And in part because you well, got the stupid Islanders and the Devils there too. The uh, the night they retired the retired Hanks jersey, the greatest one of the greatest players the Rangers have ever had, and they got moved off the, the main network when it was time for the game. They got moved to MSG Plus. What's up, Connor? Oh, Connor! Oh shit! I was not prepared for this. Holy shit! Hey, it's a hey. We I actually went through with it. It's a four horse manures roundtable here. Well, I, I brought I brought I brought Connor in because it's it's nine o'clock and you know it's it's two hours on I a night where nothing. Chairs out of here. All right, <laughs> yeah. Eddie's got to move chairs and you know. Hey, uh, Matt, do you mind if I do a quick like uh, bid rollicade, like try and squeeze a couple bits in one? Yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want. I'm also half surprised you didn't, uh, ha- um, you know, have the Russian circus music as my intro, but I'll, uh, I'll put that aside. But um, I, I'm just honored to be uh, in the presence of the uh, chairman of the board here, oh. uh, Mr. Swami Eddie, uh, which I hope you bring the Swami hat to the viewing party. Um, Why? My, my Swami hat. Um, I miss that bit. Yes, yes, and also... Uh, Dan, Dan still has that? He has that hat from the last viewing I don't party? Know he still has it, but I, I left it at the viewing party by mistake, and he picked it up, so yeah. oh. I'll have to... Well, hopefully, he's going to be there. Yeah, I hope he still has it. If he doesn't, he doesn't, but I'll message him. But, Might um, just order a new one. But um, along with... Way too much money to just well, for a once-a-year bit. <laughs> Uh, along with that, Eddie, I just want to say you're uh, you're officially one guitar away from uh, playing a round of musical chairs there. Ah, come on, these <laughs> jokes. And then last, like Henny uh, Youngman used to be, but not funny. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was Henny Youngman funny? Yeah, take my wife, please. <laughs> uh, I mean, and and lastly, you know, Matt, just to to piggy off your whole. Uh, the cursing ban at uh, MSG. My only response is "fuck that." <laughs> well, we live in a very tight ass world now, and it, <laughs> it sucks. Well, it sure sucks. That, I would have. I just want to say one thing: if it wasn't for sports and live sports, I would not have the vocabulary and vulgarity that I have sitting and listening to those out of work guys at Shea stadium when I was just a kid and my out of work dad would take me there um, <laughs> to hear the frustration and the cursing and you know, guys yelling your mother's box and stuff. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I go back to uh, the, I uh, that. 
I go back. Hit him with your purse, Robitaille. Yeah. I mean, I go back to when I was at a Yankees Red Sox game in the bleachers. Uh, you want you want vulgar? Try sitting in there for a game. Good times though. Yes. Nah, man. That Yankee Stadium's the worst place with that too. Because I'll go because my friends are all <laughs> Yankee fans. But no, I'm saying the new Yankee Stadium now is almost almost worse than the Garden. They 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 don't allow anything fun to go on over that there. That is true. That is very true. Now I'm just like because I'm very loud. Like I'm on. I'm like I have like superhuman voice carrying, like superhuman. And because I'm so loud, I tend to scare people whenever I yell something. No matter what, don't worry. Coast I've had to tone got it you to... beat. What? Costa has got you beat on that one. Yeah. No, I'm much louder than Costa. <laughs> no, he's louder than Costa. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm much louder than Costa, and I could scare people. Which security? They're freaking out. It could be something like I say, "I love orange soda." You know, and <laughs> the next thing you know, Eddie's, Eddie booms. He has a voice that. He just booms when he speaks. Yeah, I, I don't know the what it is. The voice of God. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> Father Eddie's <laughs> speaking now. <laughs> you know, so it, it stinks. You can't curse, and you try to get around it. I mean, like, I, I will yell, you're awful. You know, I, I haven't been to a live game in a while. Like, you know. I mean, the you, know you know what's one of the funniest things I learned? I learned in the blue seats that – I, I, I would still do like with a group of friends like when I was well into my my forties. I learned and I learned this in the blue seats. Like a guy would come up, the guy, the popcorn salesman would come up uh, into the blue seats and he'd yell, you know, popcorn, popcorn here. And somebody would yell, Does anybody want me popcorn? And 90 guys would all yell, No. <laughs> <laughs> Just embarrass the shit out of the popcorn guy. Yeah, Jim's you do like that one now, of those flip. Yeah, well, Jim's like one of those guys like I was. When I would go to a game, I want people to laugh like around me. Right. And, and when you and you, sometimes you would find a guy who also was like that type of guy, but you didn't know whether he was funny or he was not funny. But then you, if you found the funny guy or you found out you had a crowd that would laugh around you, then you just went the whole the whole game. He was like, I'm on. And, uh, Off to the race. I went to a – I went to a uh, – Phoenix Coyotes, they were still the Phoenix Coyotes. This is where I was living in Arizona. I went to a Phoenix Coyotes game one night, and they were playing, I think it was either Edmonton or Vancouver, and Sean Burke was in goal for the for the opposing team. And I and Sean Burke, you know, got in trouble for domestic, you know, beating up his wife. And I was on his case all night. And I would just keep, I was just yelling at him all night. And I would start every, everything I was going to start, everything I was going to say to him, I would start off with, Hey, Sean! <laughs> and then it would be like, your wife just finished retarring the roof. Can she eat dinner now? I mean, it was just shit like that. And it was just all night long. And luckily, everybody that was around us found me funny. I was just on his case all yeah. night long about it. And you'll beat it like a dead horse. But and, uh, Exactly. But I, it's what I learned at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. If it's I mean, gets laughed, That's where I learned it. Yeah. I mean, going off of that, it, you know, sure, we can't curse at the garden, but, you know, when I come to the viewing party in uh, however many weeks, my responses will be, fuck Crosby, fuck Malkin, fuck Jerry, 
and fuck all that, all the rest of them. Well, hey, Connor, by the way, you over the COVIDs now? Are you, 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 you out of protocol? Oh, yeah, I'm immune. All right. Bring on the Shasky, motherfuckers. <laughs> now. Bring on the Shasky. <laughs> No, I think I think I think, sure. I think we're all, I think we're gonna stick with shep, separate shot glasses. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm trying. I've been trying really hard for the last two years not to live in fear, but I don't think we're all gonna go cheek to cheek on a shot ski at the viewing party. No, no, I I completely understand. I completely understand. <clears throat> I you know I'm just fucking with you. But everybody's got a price, right, Con? I mean, look, if, you know, if people are willing to fork over the money, then you know. As Costa says, it's all about the money, so... Yeah, Matt, I'll leave it to you and the gated community there. Oh. <laughs> all right, boys, thanks for checking in. Thank we you. appreciate you guys, and I, I can't wait to see you three days after my birthday. That's right. Oh, February Are we going to open presents? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's going to be... going to open presents? You get a chair. Yeah. The, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets a chair. Everybody gets a chair. We got the everything. The Eddie's birthday tree will be decorated at McHale's and <laughs> Eddie, Santa Dyke uh, is gonna come down the chimney. Eddie, did your wife ask you why she uh why you're borrowing her headband? <laughs> I'm just I'm so curious <laughs> how you I think in in uh, um in lieu of Shesterkin wearing one, she thinks it's adorable on him. Hello, Frisco. So I said, "Well, yeah, I'll probably use it for a bit too." You know, my <laughs> wife. You know, she she goes along with it. It's like I said, "Oh, I got to get like a plastic shark head for a bit." She's like, rather than say, "Why are you wasting your money on that?" She's like, "Okay, I'll look for Is one." It isn't that great? Jen's the same way. Like I, you know, I'll just tell her stuff about the show or buffoonery stuff, and she's like, "All right." <laughs> She's like, yeah. I mean, she gives me the look, but you know, she's like, all right, whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, they're, they're cool. Bring back the red wig. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And rather than going, what are you wasting our money on this crap? Over? What are you? You give this? How old are you? How old are you? Why don't you just buy another chair? Why don't you? We have enough of those. Oh my god. Now. My wife doesn't talk like that, but everybody else's wife talks. Yeah, like that. that was your impression of uh, the pirate with the earring. Uh, hey guys! Hey guys! Oh God! What are they still getting three million views? Those idiots! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't. I honestly haven't checked hey in guys. on them lately. Hey guys! <laughs> oh God! Hey guys. How are they going to stream baseball games to two people when there's no no games to stream? <laughs> wow, Brett Brett Anderson just jumped in with breaking news coming in coming in hot from the BSU newsroom. Reporter Brett Anderson reporting that Brett, uh, Brett Marshawn has been uh, suspended for six games. He was suspended for licking a chair. <laughs> What's the record for the longest BSU show? I don't know. We're getting close. We're getting close. I'm, I'm waiting for Jerry Lewis to come out and start singing. Oh, my God. Hey, if Howard Stern can go uh, for however many hours, you know. Ah, he's got commercials and everything. He takes commercials. Yeah. He'll take 20 minutes off. Free. All right. All right, boys. Boys, we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you next two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. Looking forward to it. All right. Good night, guys. Thanks. See you guys. Yeah, power.
<laughs> well, Jim, we did it. I, I, you know, I swear to God, I thought, well, we'll do an hour tonight. We got nothing to talk about. We got nothing really to talk about. We'll do an hour. It's ten after nine. All right, for free. <laughs> so, Brad Marshall, what did you do? He punched Jar uh, Tristan Jarry. Ah. He got a six-game suspension. All right. Thanks to everybody who was here tonight. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Viewing party, February 26th. Going to be huge. Going to be bigger than life. Eddie, always a pleasure. Jazz out always fun. Jazz. Always fun. <laughs> Take care of your chairs. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for that little intervention, man. Anyway. All right, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. We'll have hockey back on Tuesday. We love you. Good night, everybody. Good night.